So today we are going to be talking about intentional grand entrances, and I actually have my amazing wife, Lara, joining me. Hi, hi, babe. Hi. We're doing this again? I thought we already did this. Well, but that was not for the recording. That was for the Facebook group. So no one's going to know that we already said hi, because that was all the Facebook group. This is the official podcast. Everything that we just talked about won't be on the podcast, all that other stuff. If anyone wants to hear that stuff, they'll have to join the Facebook group, the Facebook community, okay. to get those behind the scenes kind of things so okay. <laughs> anyway hi babe hi babe this is your second time on the podcast right yeah uh, or maybe third oh, i don't know actually it might be third i'm not sure not but really sure. you've been on the podcast and you're hanging out with me some of you might be wondering why is lara on the podcast and where's ashley so ashley is taking a week or two for some tlc they've been super swamped with weddings and just going back and forth to kc and double headers and triple headers and so Ashley is taking some time to care for herself to rest and so uh, I told her to go ahead and take this week off I know she's taking a week off from other responsibilities as well to just kind of relax and just kind of chill out so uh, super happy for her that she gets to do that and she also might be taking next week off too so you can for sure not expect her on today's episode or next week's episode which we are going to leave up to a vote in the Facebook group, if you want to have a uh, a hand in what next week's, next Monday's episode is, you'll have to join the Bridal Breakdown community group on Facebook so that you can see what's going on. I'm not going to tease it now, uh, but Lara will be guest starring with me on that podcast as well. So, you ready to dive into this topic? Yeah. What do you think about, we'll just start here, what do you think about grand entrances? Like, you're my second shooter, we see them all the time. Are they awesome? Are they cringy? Are they like, what do you think? They can be a little cringy. I don't know. I'm not a huge fan. But... What do you think? What do you think it is about them that can like make them cringy? Um, the lack of involvement with um, guests. Interesting. So, you, yeah. so, are you, so do you mean like it, it's just kind of like people run out there? Okay. So, well, well, let's back up. Yeah. A typical grand entrance. Let's describe what a typical grand entrance looks like for a wedding. Okay. A lot of times the guests have already come in. They, oh, Micah's in the chat. Hi, Micah. What's up, Micah? A lot of times people come in from maybe just finishing up photos or something like that. They maybe have 10 minutes right before the grand entrance. And, but most times people have already been in the reception space for 30 minutes to an hour either hopefully drinking, eating some snacks, and just kind of chilling. And the grand entrance is basically, I guess it's just supposed to be this huge hype thing where everybody walks in and is super excited. It's where, it's, it's less about the wedding party and I think more about the bride and groom. Like, do you think anyone really cares about the people that are coming in? No. Or, it's pretty much, <laughs> I don't it's, know. It's pretty much just about, unless it's like a sister or like a brother that everyone knows, like no one knows like the groomsman that's coming in and do you remember just a couple weddings ago we had someone like knock beers like Stone Cold Steve Austin and then beer got everywhere? I don't know if you remember that. Was that a... Um... Don't say a name. I'm not going to say a name. <laughs> I thought you, were, you totally were about to say a name. <laughs> I was just trying to think of like the place. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Man, you're about I to expose know. us. No. So, but yeah, I, I definitely think that... I think it was at Everly. Okay. And, and so there was That's beer that got everywhere and I literally looked... I don't know if you ever do this, but sometimes I watch people while the grand entrance is happening. Like, not the people, but the guests. Yes. And all the old people were just like, what the heck That's is going on? That's what I'm saying. On? A lot of the times I'm like, 
capturing guests and stuff and it's awkward as hell like they're just like yeah like they it's like they don't know what to do there's not very much participation it's just kind of a it's a weird thing and so a lot of times i'll see it in the eyes especially if it's like a a bridal party that's like not very high like yeah like if you're not gonna go all out then like like what are you doing what are you doing yeah okay so let's go ahead i want to describe a couple different scenarios uh, that typically happen. Like the scenario that I'm going to set up is a lot of times the DJ will go out and meet the wedding party. He'll kind of give them the plan and say, hey, you're going to walk into Thunderstruck or My Humps or whatever. I don't know. I don't think anyone's ever walked into My Humps. But they're, <laughs> they're going to set up some sort of song and say, okay, I'm going to introduce you first. Let me get you an order. Okay, Tommy and Sarah, you come stand up here. Everyone else. You know, you get in your order, and then it ends with everyone who everyone really cares about, which is the bride and groom. And then everyone goes nuts, and that's normally the best entrance is when the bride and groom well, yeah, do their thing. Like, everyone's Always. standing up, and they're cheering, they're going nuts, but everything before that was just, like, awkward dance moves and, and failed, like, ideas for things. And so I think what ends up happening is people in wedding parties, both bridesmaids and groomsmen, feel this pressure. Yes pressure they feel a pressure to like outdo the person that went before them and to do something like hilarious or funny or like really cool and i can honestly think of only a handful of grand entrances where everyone like did amazing and like was really all for it but a lot of times you can see the dread on wedding parties face they're like oh my god i gotta come up with something and it's this like back and forth with like what do you want to do well i don't know what do you want to do how many you've stood in weddings haven't you me like as a bridesmaid yeah several and did, what did you feel like did when you had to come up with something do you remember what you did or did you do anything i do remember a couple pretty awkward because they were like quieter crowds i don't feel like the dj was very loud so it was just like a weird quiet it felt like we were almost walking into a quiet room but we were supposed to be like really hype yeah but like how i don't how do you do it? That? I guess when that's the music's a big part quiet of quiet like, and people are quiet. Like it's just weird. Yeah, I guess that's why you got to have the right DJ too. That really knows. Yeah, how to do the that grand like, does make a difference. There's something about like the the DJ emceeing it correctly and having the volume just yeah. right so that the MC's volume and then the music is loud. Because if the music's not loud, it it feels like it something's lacking. So they do their grand entrance and blah blah blah. And sometimes, I mean, most of the time, it's it's not that exciting. So. Do you want to hear my ideas? Well, before that, Micah has a uh, a question. She says, "Help is doing a grand." Uh, well, I, I'm assuming she means grand entrance. Is doing a grand entrance followed by a group photo with everyone from a balcony, for instance, cringy? Like, is that tacky? I don't think so. No, like, I think that's actually like could a- be a really good idea. Like, hey, everybody! So let's okay, let's just throw this idea. Let's run with it. Okay. So we're actually going to have four, and Micah just gave us this idea. So let's say that you do your normal grand entrance, right, to where everybody walks in, the, all the wedding party walk in, and then the bride and groom are last, but they stop in the center of the dance floor. And then wedding party comes right behind them, and then the DJ says, come on, everybody, come on the dance floor and join the bride and groom. We're going to take a massive group photo. I think that's something that could actually be really cool and really intentional. Yeah. And so there's purpose, there's meaning behind it. You're getting a group photo with literally all of your guests. 
and it can be something that I think is good. I'm going to say not tacky, not cringy. Yeah, I don't think that's cringy. Good idea, Micah. Um, but you ready for my three ideas? Yeah. Okay. So the first one is I'm going to give like a really brief description and then I'm going to give like I'm going to break it down and then I'm going to give an example. So okay. my first idea is the bride and groom enter first. Okay. So they okay. enter first and then they go and grab a mic. And then what they do. Ooh, I feel like I know where this is going. They read off short speeches about the person that is entering and why they chose them to I stand by their sides. I love that. Right? Like, that's so I much more that. meaningful. It's like. Like, I felt like I knew where you're going with that. And I'm. A- so, bride and groom enter first. And then yeah. they literally intro. So, let's say you were walking in. You would, you know, we walk in. It's our wedding. And then you say, you know, hey, here's why I chose Emily Bright to be Aww. my bridesmaid. And da 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 da. She's just been there for me for so long since da da da. And then I would talk about, like, Man, I chose my buddy Chase to be here with me today. He drove all the way from Houston. Chase and I grew up in youth group together, and we've done wacky, crazy things together. And, wacky? and blah blah blah. Wacky. <laughs> I mean, we were little Christian kids. We didn't. It's not like we turned up or anything. We did do wacky things. But yeah, so that's kind of how that would play out, and that does a couple things. That gives you actually like meaning. And the like other that. thing, because I've heard DJs before, like share a little thing like that yeah about like how that person knows the bride or groom but and coming from the bride or groom i feel like that would be super special yeah and so you you literally write out like just a few five sentences or something like that or you don't even have to write it out you can kind of have an idea but the mm-hmm. other thing that it does is it lets your guests know who these people are lets your family know who these people are a lot of times People are just like, who the hell is that? Who's who's that person? Like, I don't know who that is. I know everyone in the wedding party, but that person. Who is that person? <laughs> and then no one knows. And so yeah. that's the first idea. Bride and groom walk in first. They intro and give some sort of, of speech about well, why I, they are choosing them to stand by their side. And I feel like people, like guests are naturally so hype for bride and groom. So I just think it would like start off with really good energy. Oh, you, you know? know what? Okay, and then so what if, okay, so that happens. They read off this list. And so, again, they're taking pictures of it. It's happening. Uh, like, they're t- it's another moment where the photographer's taking pictures of them reading and smiling and, mm-hmm. like, uh, you know, just that whole thing. And then and then, then they walk in. And so you, you would probably do this one at a time. Like, you read one girl and then you read a guy. So both of them aren't walking in at the same time. Because that's another thing that I would imagine is pretty awkward for a girl is that, I have to like be stuck with this person all day. What if they're a creeper? What if they're like hitting on me all day? What if I have to be with this guy and now I have to like lock arms with him and bump hips and all this stuff. But if you have them walk in one at a time and then let's say the girl walks in after she has her sentiments read about her and then it's a photo it's a photo moment because they join them there on the dance floor as well and kind of stand by them on their side as they continue reading and then they share a hug or, or whatever, all that stuff. Yeah, that's cute. I like it. I dig it. So that's my first idea. Ready for my second? Mm-hmm. Bride and groom roast their wedding party with pre-written introductions. Now, this is something that I've actually seen done really, really well. 
Uh, it was for a wedding that I did, I think, when was I was it still... with RJ? Yeah, it was with RJ. And you started speaking Spanish? Yes, that, I told you about that, right? <laughs> no, I was there! Wait, you were there for that? Yes! Where was that? It was hilarious. I can't remember, but that was well done. Are you sure no, you were there? No, I'm positive. Because I think I was working a complete wedding, and I don't think you no, were there. No, I swear I was there. I remember. I remember, babe. I was there. Okay, that wedding in particular was at Wichita Brewings. Uh, so maybe he did it at a second one. But let me just break down okay, what this okay, is. Okay, well, I've, I've... You've heard him do it once. Yes. Okay, well, I know he's definitely done it twice. And RJ's Spanish. For those of you that don't know RJ, he was a very, very, very white. Like, Redhead. think of a Irish <laughs> man boy who has the palest skin ever and the reddest of red hair. Literally one of the best DJs I've ever worked Literally with. Literally the best. Super sad that he is no longer with us. Like, he's not, not dead. dead. <laughs> he's not dead. He, he, <laughs> he, just, he doesn't live here in Wichita anymore. Oh, my God. Um, but he was the best DJ ever. And he, his Spanish is amazing. It was really, really, yeah, really was, on point. It was, like, better than yours. I don't even speak Spanish, so it, <laughs> anyone's Spanish is better than mine. But okay, so here's an example of what this looks like of the bride and groom roasting. Like they don't roast it; they write a pre-written thing. So let me think about uh, who's who's someone that I can do. You okay, can roast I'll do, me. No, I'm gonna no. You're my <laughs> wife. That's not good. I'm gonna roast Andrew, my oh, brother. Oh, that's a good one. So I'm gonna pretend like Andrew, my brother, who lives with me, is in my wedding party, and I've written a pre-roast, and I'm just gonna come up with this off the top of my head they'd be like this next this next guest uh let me see (laughs) this next wedding party member lives with the groom he never takes out his trash never washes his dishes and always forgets to take out the trash (laughs) or or something like that like you're and larry thinks it's hilarious because all of these things are are really true about Andrew. Yes. Uh, despite all of these things, and, you know, this person is one of the kindest people that you'll ever meet. Give the shirt off your back kind of guy. Yeah. He's obsessed with rolling around and sweating with people on gym mats. He does jujitsu. Like, you just yeah. give this, like, you write this really creative thing that can be, can kind of roast them a little bit on the front end. Uh, you can even say things like, he wants licked a cat's butt for five dollars like it just funny stories so basically you can you can just do these things that are kind of give nods to the friendship some inside jokes but you're kind of roasting them and then at the very end if you want to be like you know sentimental about it you can also throw some sentimental things in as well Uh, but i think this is something that has if you do it it can be done really really well i'm actually i remember the bride and groom that did this uh, if you guys want, I can reach out to them and see if they still have that document somewhere and post it in the group uh, because I can almost guarantee you they probably still have it. And I think it might be really beneficial for you guys to see. At the very end of the introduction, obviously, they'd say, everybody, please welcome Andrew Serna. And then Andrew walks in and you know he's all blushing and stuff like that. And then the, the bride and groom are laughing their butts off while this stuff's being read. And then everyone's laughing. So this does a couple things. Here's where the intentionality comes in with this. Because it's not about just doing something fun or funny. It's about being intentional. Well, let me ask you, what do you think is intentional about this? It seems pretty intentional that you would, like, introduce them. Like, not everybody does that. They just say the person's name and then they walk in. Yeah. Even just saying a little bit about them. Because 
that too with the roasting, I think it's funny because it's not just it tells you about like how you know them as a person and why they're your friend, but it kind of lets you know about that person too. Yeah. And, like the guests get a vibe of like for who they are right yeah Um, and i think that's i mean that's that's a really big thing like you've chosen mm -hmm. these people and this is what i don't like about the grand entrances is that like it it kind of it's like it's a half-assed like introduction to just give their name and then they come in and do some dance move and then you don't see them the rest of the night but like it's a whole nother level to actually learn something and to like honor i'll use that yeah, word i was gonna say honor like to, i feel like to honor the people that are closest to you and i think it could be really 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 special so yeah. that's my second idea so wait would you have the dj do all that or would you actually have the bride and groom come in uh okay that? so you could do it either way so you could write it like maybe the bride and groom they don't want to hold a mic that makes them really nervous uh but they so they could pre-write it and then obviously you would pre-write it no matter what but and then give it to the DJ and the DJ will read it off. Or you can do it basically the way that you would do the first one where the bride and groom enter first. And then if you don't want to do the thing where you basically say, the the first one has more sentimental value. I mean, and you can kind of change this up however you want. Yeah, I feel like the first one for sure, bride and groom should be the one too. Because yeah. it is and more the second, sentimental. And the second one, you could have them do it too. Uh, but it, it you know... It, it would just hit different. I don't know if every bride and groom would feel comfortable with that. Some might, some might not. So that's that one. Ready for the last one? Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, crap. I forgot what it was. Are you kidding? Oh, nope. I got it. Okay. I remember. So this one also starts with the bride and groom entering first. So they enter first, but then they have like chairs that they sit at in the middle of the room. And so they walk in, they sit down, everyone goes nuts, bride and groom enter first, and I'm calling this one roast or toast. Okay, so bride and groom walk in first, they sit down, everyone's going nuts. Then the DJ introduces whoever's coming in next, and so they come in, but there's a mic already in the center of the room that's in front of the bride and groom. So let's say, now let's welcome Chris and Lara to the center of the room, where they will either roast or toast the bride and groom. And so they walk Aww. up, they walk up, and then your wedding party can either roast you or toast you. So they that's can cool. say something, or you could call it roast and boast. You could go boast too, where like they're bragging about you essentially. So the roasting is like, Let's say the bridesmaid decides to tell a funny story about something that happened in college with the bride. And then that's like a little roast thing. Uh, and then the toast would be obviously maybe the groom is, is or, or the, the groomsman isn't like a funny guy. He just wants to say something really nice like, man, I just, I really love Andrew. He's just such a great guy. He's always, he's been there with, for me during my darkest hours. And man, it's an honor to stand by your side today. One of the things that I love about Andrew is da 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 da. And so, you can kind of give them some some parameters to kind of to kind of go through. So bride and groom would still enter first. They still enter first, and then the bride and bridesmaid, or the bridesmaid and the groomsmen enter together, and they roast or toast. So they they don't have to stand up there alone in front of the mic. That can kind of be a little intimidating. But they walk in. Now here's the the other part of this because this is a two parter. Then you have your maid of honor and best man come last. And when they come up, they go ahead. 
they go ahead and just give their speeches. They just go ahead and give their best man and maid of honor speeches. And so that way you have everyone that says something. Theirs will probably be a little bit longer. uh, The the best man and maid of honor. So those are my ideas. I don't like that because then I don't want to say that like sometimes toasts like interrupt, but like there's been times where it's like, oh shoot, we need to get sunset photos now. Like something ran behind. We don't get toasts like before. Yeah. We step out and then now we still have to come back and toast. Kind of like, yeah. It's just kind of a weird time or I don't know. So I think that's cool to like, in a way, like knock it out get in there yeah and i kind of like doing this more than the cake first and i understand there's a really practical reason why people do cake first do you know why people do that sometimes i mean i feel like i've overheard you sometimes telling people that it's like the first thing that they do together i personally whenever i I build my timelines i always put it after dinner but i understand why people put it before dinner so people sometimes put cake cutting before dinner so that the cake uh, they can take the photo, and then whoever's going to be cutting the cake can start cutting it already, or they can start cutting the sheet cake, and they can start setting it out, yeah. so that as soon as people are done with dinner, they can go get their cake. From a practical standpoint, it it makes a lot of sense. I can also say I've never really seen anyone be like, "Oh shit, cut the cake." What's good? Like I've also never seen it throw off a wedding day because the cake was cut after dinner. Uh, yeah. So so that's that's kind of the thing with that. Um, I think more than anything else, I just want to challenge people to, to again, like this whole podcast is about intentionality. Like I want to challenge people to think differently about the things that they're doing and to actually know why they're doing the things that they're doing. And I think that the grand entrance, it's so funny because it's something that gets overlooked. I don't really see anyone doing anything different. It's Mm-mm. pretty much all the, with the exception of that one time that I saw RJ do it and then he did it in Spanish. But, and I don't have no clue where the bride and groom came up with that. The flower petals and Yeah. And so we have Karen, and this was actually an idea that I almost tossed out, Karen. Uh, and you might have actually commented on this post when I talked about this and brought this up. But Karen said, Love these ideas. I'm planning on having all my bridesmaids enter as a group. And then, whoop, and let's like see, that. enters a group, and then all the groomsmen enters a group, so it isn't awkward, but I might add in the sentimental messages, love these ideas. So here was my runner-up. I like up, the group thing. Here's I my runner-up idea that was kind of based off of a group idea. You have all of the bridesmaids walk in together, uh, and maybe they can do something. They can, like, get, like, do a hype song. Like, they kind of walk in together, and it's like Spice Girls. Uh, I tell you what I want. And they're like walking in and they're just like getting hype and all that stuff. Um, and then they can settle down and then the DJ can hand them a microphone and one person, like maybe who's the most outspoken, the most vocal, just gives some kind wishes to the bride and groom, say something super, super nice, super sweet, or they can say something funny or they can write them a poem that's like a funny poem or something like that. Um, oh my gosh, do you remember... Uh, it was Haley's sister when she came up with it was at the Hudson where she like oh, that came was up the with best ever. Yeah, that was but that was a speech. That was a toast. But <laughs> yeah. still, it can be the similar thing where they come up with a song like she changed the lyrics to like Wrecking Ball by Miley Cyrus and like the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air theme song and and like made it about the couple. So obviously you can't. I mean, I guess you could ask your wedding party to like, hey, I want you to do this. <laughs> but, you know. 
when people kind of come up with their own things on their own, that could be cool. So I don't know. Maybe you can give them like some parameters and say, hey, we want you to come up like this is your moment to shine. You can say something funny. You can do something funny. You can roast it, like whatever you want to do. Uh, or you can be super sweet or I don't know. You can come up with something. But that was an idea that I had when everyone walks in together. One person's the spokesperson and then everyone else is just kind of there for moral support. So, and then we had someone else say, uh, Elizabeth says, I love that idea. I might steal it. And I think this is when um, Micah was asking about like doing a group photo after the grand entrance, which I think is great. So I only planned on sharing three things. I think we talked about five or six of them, which was pretty good. Yeah. Any additional thoughts on grand entrances, babe? I don't know. Off the top of the head, I like that you're adding something to it. Yeah, and I think this I think this goes back to like introducing the wedding party, but if anything it's like it's a really really poor introduction. Yeah. Uh like imagine that I walk up and I introduce you to someone I say, "Hey, this is Lara." And then you like That's do all some you, did. you do no, you do some dance moves. I'm like you're like, "Hoo ha ha." And you do some dance and moves. Then, like, chuck. <laughs> and yeah, you chug a beer and they're like, "What the <laughs> What was that?" Versus like Hey, I'm Lara. Like, I actually grew up with so and so. I went to school. Yeah. Like, I did this. We we're roommates. And and honestly, that's why like one of the first things that we do that I like to do when we show up on a wedding day is to like introduce ourselves to the yeah. wedding party and not just introduce ourselves and say hi, but ask them like, hey, how do you know? How do you know the bride? How do you know the groom? And a lot of mm-hmm. times that helps the wedding day go over a whole lot smoother if you have a photographer and couple like you can request this. I don't know. I wouldn't say that this is really uncommon that photographers introduce themselves, but I also wouldn't say it's common that they go in, they kind of just show up and just kind of start taking photos. But I mean, you can rec, you can ask that your photographer, like, Hey, when you show up and come into the wedding, the bridal suite, will you just introduce yourself to everybody? Take a second. And and that always helps to take over a little better. Now I know we're kind of getting off topic, but, um, anyways, the way that we're doing grand entrances now are just kind of a a half-assed introduction. I don't have anything else. Anyone in the chat okay. have anything? Anything you want to add? But uh, that's all I got. I don't have anything else. That was all my three, my three ideas. And there was more than that. I guess there was like five or six. Thanks to the listeners. But hopefully that lived up to the hype that I've been, <laughs> that I've been kind of pumping up about. I'd be I, I'd be really interested to hear what Ashley has to say about these. Yeah, she I, never she never listens to the podcast. I'm gonna make her listen to this episode. Funny. I do think the rose or toast thing could be a really cool like i like the idea of the sentimental thing from the bride and groom but i think it's really cool for just setting like a different structure for the night yeah yeah i think it it boils down to personality like you know your people that you're asking to like come in and i mean we've had wedding parties before do you remember Brandon and I'm really going to struggle to remember. Brandon and Mary. Is that their wedding party? That was a Friday night, right? Uh, I think so. Remember, we're at the hotel and the, 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 is that a Catholic church? We went to Sedgwick County Park. They wore like neon pink. Yes. Yes. Okay. Imagine them trying to get hype. No. They're just the sweetest, kindest, their whole wedding party was just really nice like those aren't the type of people that are going to come in swinging and like doing 
crazy things and getting low and like twerking and like all this yeah. kind of stuff. But you know what though? Like that traditional like walking actually probably was. But okay. Yeah. So, but think about this. Now imagine if they did it the other way where Mary and Brandon actually like, Said hey guys, here's why we chose you. Da 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 da. Like, and they did that. Yeah. I feel like that would, I, yeah. that fits them so much. Totally now you take, uh, Haley and Coulter's wedding. Oh. Right, like they're, they're roast, roasting, roast or toast, like <laughs> yeah. heck yeah, baby, like all the way, yeah. you know. And I think, and then sometimes you have a mixture of yeah. of what that is. But I think what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna create a PDF that I'm gonna start to give to my brides that has like alternatives for intentional grand entrances and causes them to kind of really think. Now, here's the thing: if you want to keep doing the old way, do it the old way. But just know that there's other ways. Like if you stop and think about it and go, no. I think all my people would really like to do that and they want to do something fun. Well, Heck yeah, go for it. And I know you, I don't know if you've ever talked about this or how you even feel about it, but I did really like the like flower petal and entrance thing. Like I thought that was cool that like you were involving the guests and it was like rather than a fake like send spark, off. Yeah, send off exit. Like it was like a real <laughs> like. Kind of like what I feel like would have happened back in the day, like if you left the church and yeah. like literally all the guests like lined the stairs and walked out, but yeah. instead of you, they're like, I, don't know. I thought that, that, but yeah, no, I I really like that idea too. There was a wedding where um they they didn't want to pull away from the and the, I guess this is a different type of grand entrance where mm-hmm. you involve. You know, again, here's another option where you involve your guests. Somehow. And for this specific wedding, they gave them flower petals and they all like tossed them up and kind of welcomed them. And so maybe your grand entrance is to literally just have your people welcome you in. And if that's the case, like, yeah, have a have a creative, cool way that they do that. Yeah. Um, maybe maybe do a I mean, there's I've seen people do a grand entrance to the first dance. Like you do the grand entrance, the bride and groom stop in the center of the dance floor, and then they have their dance. Uh, so there's lots of different ways that you can get creative. But yeah, I'll go ahead and I'll and I'll type up a PDF with these options, and uh, and then I'll share it with everyone. I'm definitely gonna share it with my couples. So, anyways, let's see. We have one more option, one more question. Elizabeth says, "Any thoughts for this scenario?" We each only have one attendant, and neither is really a person who enjoys the spotlight. Is it tacky to not have them included in the grand entrance? I don't think that's tacky at all. Yeah, I would agree. I actually, like, yeah, why have them? They aren't. Yeah, yeah. I, I really like this, Elizabeth, because I think it's being considerate and then, knowing your people. Yeah. Like, it, it, and honestly, I think if you feel this way about them, that they'll be like this, they probably will. And they would probably really, really, really appreciate not having the pressure or the spotlight put on them. Mm-hmm. And so I think that that would, that would not be weird at all. We have seen, I mean, I've photographed weddings before where only the bride and groom do the grand entrance. Uh, and a big part of the reason I know for them is they're like, are, uh, we just don't, for them it was, they just didn't see a reason to. Uh, and I think in that instance, it was a timeline thing to where the, the wedding party was going to already be hanging out at the reception. And so they just wanted it to kind of be them. But yeah, I think again, you know, your people and hopefully, you know, listeners, you know who you have in your wedding party. And I don't think it would be weird at all to not I don't have people so, walk in. Sometimes even 
and this isn't always the case with photographers, but sometimes they're after the ceremony, you have to do full bridal party or the bridal party breakouts. But generally, like they get done, and then there's just like bride and groom some yeah. of their photos. So it's like, why not have the bridal party just join the reception if they're people that not that they would not enjoy a wedding like, party? Yeah, like, like a, doing a, a grand, grand entrance, entrance. Yeah. and then they're just there celebrating with everyone else, like when when the bride and groom. Yeah. Like, why have them wait? Because sometimes they do. They have to like. Wait, wait around. Out, yeah, wait around until bride and groom are done. And I don't know. Might as well go in. Yeah. I dig it. I'm here for it. Yeah. This is really great. I love when we have people interact with us and share all these thoughts because I only had three ideas and they turned out to be that there's like eight or nine. Not even the best. Yeah. What? Come on. Okay, where are your, your ideas idea. at? What ideas do you have? Uh, you did not <laughs> me. You, how long have you been thinking about this? Like weeks? I'm, it hasn't. Well, I mean, I weeks, originally thought probably. about it. Okay, I haven't been thinking about it straight for weeks. I had the idea, and then I wrote them down. And then okay. I actually tweaked one tonight and added a completely well, different one. Well, I don't one. think it's fair because test. you didn't even give me uh, like an even like an idea of direction that we were going. Like, I just told you, you that it was going to be grand me. entrance stuff. See, I don't even remember and, you saying that. No, I did. I did. So Lara's the type of person that she wants a full breakdown. She wants like notes. I'm she a processor. Exactly of course what's I want that. Which I get. I understand. But the original intent for the episode was for me to share it with Ashley and to share like, hey, here's exactly how or like, I'm not going to give you details. I want your just raw thoughts and raw emotions. And it was cool because I could tell which ideas you liked the most when you were like, ooh, I know where you're going. Like, so that was kind of cool okay, to see that. But it was still, cool. Ashley probably reacts better like on the spot. Yeah, you are kind of a processor. So I appreciate you playing my little game and coming along and thinking through this. Cool. So Facebook. Uh, well, actually, before I address Facebook, tune in on Monday. For our next episode, Lara is going to be joining me on that episode as well. And if you want to have a hand in picking what the topic is, go ahead and click, click the link down in our show notes to join the Bridal Breakdown Facebook group. Our community is officially over 100 members, and that's something that we're really proud about, really excited about. And we can't say enough good things about this community and the people that interact and share resources and talk to us. We love you guys so much, and we appreciate everything that you do. So go click that link, help us pick next Monday's episode, and we will talk to you then. Have an amazing weekend. Bye, guys. Bye.